coming up on One Day at a Time. That's what I want you to realize is that plenty of times in our relationships, we put so much pressure on the person to be everything to us, to be our everything. Well, let me just remind you that God is waiting on the other side to be your everything. And you're trying to make your partner your everything and wondering why you're completely disappointed all the time. Let me tell you why you're disappointed. You're disappointed because you have made your partner your idol. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Karina F. Daves. As a life coach, I help women of color put themselves first by setting boundaries in order to get their lives back. And what that means is that I love helping women figure out who they were before they invested in all of their relationships and responsibilities and their life roles as a partner, in their career, in their education, as a mom, as an entrepreneur. Who the heck were you and where did you lose yourself? I want to help you resurrect the side of you that was made for more by setting boundaries, by teaching you how to put yourself first, how to say yes to yourself and no to everything else that doesn't serve you and isn't aligned with your God-given purpose. Because I'll tell you one thing, I bet it's been a really long time since you did exactly that which is live this beautiful life that God has put you on earth to have. On this show, one day at a time, we explore all things boundaries, all things relationships, and the very purpose that God has for your life. I share with you not only my own personal testimonies and revelations that have occurred in my life, but the transformation that we've had with the women that I coach and serve in my private one-on-one life coaching program, where I teach you how to set boundaries to put yourself first and get your life back. You see, one thing that God wants for you is the ability to stand firm on your values, stand firm on your faith, and stand firm on your purpose. And working with me will allow that transformation to happen in this season of your life. God doesn't want you to remain chained down to stagnation, chained down to lost thoughts. He wants you to be raw, real, authentic, and at the front lines of your life because you deserve it and you deserve more. Listen, if you're at the point in your life where you feel lost and you feel like there's a side of you that needs to be resurrected, a side of you that was lost in your commitments in your relationships and all of your responsibilities then I want to help you in this season of your life by being your personal life coach if this message resonated with you head over to my website karinafdaves.com click on coaching and sign up so that we can get on a call to figure out what's going on with you and if we can partner to work together in this season of your life I want to help you because I love you and I don't even know you but I know that you are God's daughter and you were meant for more. You understand? Sin, I cannot wait to hear from you because it is my firm belief and one of my values that shared experiences and our shared testimonies is the very thing that is going to elevate each other and propel each other to the next level. This podcast that you're listening to right now is all for you. I could care less about the views, about the downloads, about the squares and my content. What I care about is the value that it brings to build each other up, to continue being God's conduit on earth, to serve and coach 
women like you. And that is why I'm excited to share that in 2023, I will be launching my first ever group coaching program called This Is Church, where women will have the opportunity to take their story of suffering to one of glory in my three-month group coaching program. If you're interested, go to the link in my bio on Instagram or visit my website, KarinaFDaves.com. Go to coaching and drop your email in there to hear for more. I cannot wait to meet you. If you're enjoying this podcast, make sure you subscribe to it, leave a written review, rate it, do whatever you want with it, share it with all of your amigos, but understand, and I'll never stop saying this, is that this podcast and everything I create is for you. It's meant to serve you. It's meant to coach you. It's meant to guide you. It's meant to mentor you. It's meant to be there for you. You are the most important thing in your life. You understand? And I want to help you set some boundaries so that you can put yourself first in getting your life back. I love you so much and I cannot wait to meet you. Amigos, como están? Welcome back to One Day at a Time podcast hosted by me, Karina F. Daves. I am so happy to be here with y'all. Today we're recording, I almost broke up with my boyfriend. (laughs) You obviously know that that boyfriend became my husband, but I recorded a reel um, that started out, I almost broke up with my husband, And this podcast is named My Boyfriend, but I want to show you why I almost broke up with him. But uh, this reel I created a couple months ago um, about how I almost broke up with my husband received over 7,000 comments, close to half a million, actually over half a million likes and over 7 million views. Now I've had other reels that have measured um, almost the same, praise God, uh, similar to just situations in my relationship that we've gotten through. But this one, how I almost broke up with my husband, was definitely something that hit a nerve. And I wanted to record this episode tonight to really navigate the story of how I almost broke up with him. All right, so I'm going to take you back. (laughs) I'm going to take you back. So my husband and I dated in high school. We were 13. We were so young. And one of the things I remember about my husband was that he loved me a lot. But then again, like I always used to think who doesn't love a lot, right? When they're 13, like you just devote everything you have, like your little heart is so big. And when I was 13, we fell in love and We dated for about a year, but then I moved. And when I went away for college, Facebook was invented. And it was probably like a couple months into Facebook. And I received a message from my husband asking me if the guy in my profile was my partner. And I was like, no, that's my stepdad. (laughs) And he was like, oh, so can I come and see you? And I was like, sure. So when I was in college, my husband you know, just wanted to um, hang out and really foster a relationship. And I told him that 
I come from immigrant parents. I am first generation and I couldn't mess this up. And so he needed to understand that we just couldn't date seriously because I was super afraid of getting pregnant. And so that's like where my mind was at the time. Like, Terrence, if I date you, I'm definitely going to get pregnant and not finish, finish college. So we didn't take each other seriously. And then when I was getting ready for graduate school, Terrence hit me up again and I said, listen, um, I'm still not ready to take us seriously because I have to go to graduate school now. And also he had shared with me that he had two daughters and I told him that I really wasn't mature enough to be um, in a relationship with somebody that had kids at the moment. And I think that maybe my delivery wasn't the best, but I know that my intention was pure, right? Like I knew what it took to have step parents. As I shared today, I had a very um, unfortunate experience with my stepmom and I had a really good experience with my stepdad. Um, and so I knew what it took to be with somebody who had kids and I just couldn't go down that road with him at the age of 21. Um, and so then when I moved to Delaware, I Instagram was invented, <laughs> all these freaking apps. And I friended my husband right before I left for a missions trip with my church. And when I came back, he had not friended me back, y'all. Like, so instead of doing that whole back and DM, I don't even think Instagram had DM at the time. It was literally just like my pictures, right? So when I came back, I looked for his number and it was a very easy 973 number to remember. If anybody still has 973 or 201, if you're still in that crew, please give me an amen in the chat, okay? We're, we're the ride or dies, okay? The 201-917, was it 201-917 or is it 646? Now I can't remember. The 973s, all of those. There's a back in the day area codes. Anyways, so I hit him up and I said, hey, stranger. And literally bubbles immediately pop up like, hey, and I said to him, listen, I think we should grab a drink Wednesday. Are you free? And he said, yeah. And four months after that date, we got married. But let me let me rewind. OK, because we did almost break up. And I want to tell you the reasons why we almost broke up. Number one, my husband is a very very drama free person like he's not the avoidance of conflict type of person he just doesn't like to live and fester in the drama like he's not an overthinker he's the type of person that something happens to him or he's in a situation he thinks about it he thinks he unpacks it he puts it in a category and he just processes it a lot quicker than I do right and he just like moves on and for him, he had grown up in a household where he watched a lot of drama. And so drama and arguing was very triggering for him. And he just saw that he saw the world in a very different way. Like in his mind, the things that most couples argue about are nonsense, right? Like he was very into talking about the bigger life things, but the smaller things like he just wasn't into that he was a very drama free person and so for me 
I had misinterpreted my husband's lack of drama for lack of love. Like I felt like if he wasn't at the same level or tone as I was when I was bringing up certain subjects and I was being dramatic about them, I felt like because he wasn't meeting me and fighting with me that he in essence wasn't fighting for my love. You understand? So I had misinterpreted my husband's drama-free spirit as somebody that wasn't showing up to the relationship, that wasn't slamming doors and being loud and telling me that he loved me in this very angry way because for me, that's what I had watched. I had watched that in novelas. I had watched that in my household. I had watched that in different relationships and movies. And so for me, I was like, this is love. Like anytime you have an issue in your relationship where there's supposed to be love, there's also supposed to be huge arguments and huge fighting and you're supposed to be loud and curse each other out and slam doors and just be super, you know, (laughs) loud about fighting for your love. And he wasn't that way. And so I remember thinking to myself, which is crazy, right? I remember thinking to myself, does that guy like actually want me? Like, does he actually, would he fight for my love? (laughs) And um, that was number one. Number two, one of the reasons why I almost broke up with my boyfriend, who is now my husband, is that he was so curious. Like, you ever meet somebody that's down for whatever and just asks a whole bunch of questions and is super curious about the the things around them because what was happening was that we were exposing each other to each other's lives right like I was exposing him to new things and he was exposing me to new things and so my he took my curiosity as me being curious and me being interested in him and I took his curiosity as offense like I would become so offended especially when he asked me about cooking so I love cooking and I I would say like I'm an exploratory cooker um I love Peruvian food and I'm not as good as my mom with many dishes um or like if I would see a recipe online I would just try to make it or whatever and he would just sit there like he would most of the time eat my he would eat my meals all the time but I'm trying to tell you this one story okay let me back up for a second there was this one time where we got into the hugest argument about cilantro (laughs) okay so my I used to make and I still make this dope cilantro salad it has quinoa cilantro red onions salt, pepper, olive oil, and lime. And I used to make it all the time, but we had weird schedules and my husband never really caught me physically making it. And one day he walks into the kitchen and he's ma- I'm making it. And being the curious person that my husband is, he's like, how much cilantro do you put in that? And I'm like, um, I don't know. I just do it. He's like, well, do you cut off the stems? And I'm like, I don't know. And he's like, well, how much lime do you put in there? And I kid you not, I got so upset. You see, I had misinterpreted 
his curiosity for offense. Like I had, I had literally thought that he was coming for me and he wasn't. And one of the reasons why I remember thinking like, is this the guy for me was because he was just so curious and I still was dealing with being this very offended person. Like there was, there was things that I hadn't unpacked or dealt with and I was taking it out on him. Okay. And I want you to be aware of that too. Like there are a lot of parts of us that we don't realize till we get into relationships that we're really offended by and they have more to do with us than the other person. Right. And so what I want you to take away even from that experience is to work on the things that you know you really shouldn't be annoyed about, but you are, okay? I shouldn't really be annoyed because my husband was a very curious partner and he still very much is. And number three, one of the reasons why I almost broke up with my husband, you're gonna hate me after I say this, but he like didn't love bomb me. And I didn't know what love bombing was till recently. So I don't know what I called it before, but he told me he loved me. He showed me absolutely all the time that he loved me. Um, his actions did. But I I was so dramatic. And I didn't have the confidence that I have now. And so my lack of confidence put a lot of pressure on my husband to over show how he felt about me you see what I'm saying like because I wasn't secure with who I was I wasn't secure with him showing me love right like I made it a problem and that was a problem imagine like I was at a space in our relationship thinking like I really want to marry this guy but he really doesn't love me enough but he did <laughs> and I'm not saying that he loved me in his own way like I'm, that's not what I'm saying this man loved me and somehow I allowed my insecurity to put pressure on his delivery of love his showing of it like my lack of confidence put unnecessary pressure on him and it was one of the reasons why I almost didn't marry him. Like I almost broke up with him because in my mind, I was like, you should show me love 24-7. Like you should be asking me <laughs> every single meal of the day if I've eaten, if I'm hungry. Like I was so hyper-specific and I can look back now. I mean, I was 24 at the time, 24, 25 at the time. I was... I was immature about the way that I thought about love. And I was also very toxic about that. And I can admit that now. But, you know, it's it's so interesting how, yes, I can say, hey, I was young and that's why I thought all these things. But you can be in your 40s and still believe all these things. So I really don't think it has anything to do with our age, but more so to do with our heart posture. And one of the biggest reasons why I almost broke up with my boyfriend, who's now my husband, is that my heart posture wasn't right. I had identified being in love as having a whole bunch of drama. I had identified being in love as my partner should never 
question or be curious about anything that I do because they should just be willing to trust me, okay? And three, I had identified being in love as you need to show me 24-7 times a day. You need to prove your love to me all the time. Like, who am I? Who am I to demand that? right? After somebody already does their best, they give it their best shot. And I'm still here telling my boyfriend, who's now my husband, like, I don't know. I don't know what you're thinking because you told me 20 hours of the day that you love me, but you didn't tell me the last four. So I don't know. I'm confused. And it's not that I'm confused. I wasn't confused. I was insecure. And that's what I want you to realize is that plenty of times in our relationships, we put so much pressure on the person to be everything to us, to be our everything. Well, let me just remind you that God is waiting on the other side to be your everything and you're trying to make your partner your everything and wondering why you're completely disappointed all the time. Let me tell you why you're disappointed. You're disappointed because you have made your partner your idol. Hola hermana, if you're interested in a life coach and working with me in my private one-on-one life coaching program, head over to my website, KarinaFDaves.com and book a sales call with me. I want to help you finally be yourself and break away from the shackles of everything that everybody else has spoken over your life. You see, this is the season of your life where you plant a seed, where you harvest, where the fruit that you bear is good for you where you finally get to put yourself first and listen if you're more of a reader and you really enjoy reading blogs head over to my website karinafdays.com where I write about all of my testimonies all of my revelations about my marriage my toxic relationships having my first child being a stepmom all of those gems are there to help and guide you through this thing that God calls life I seriously can't wait to hear from you and meet you one day. Honestly, te adoro y te quiero con todo mi corazón. Mm. And I have an email going out about this, by the way. If you haven't signed up for my newsletter, my weekly email series called Release Your Relationship, go to the link in my bio after this live is over and put your email down on uh, Release Your Relationship. I'll be sending out an email about how some of us have idolized our relationships and I go into full extent of how that happens, but that's definitely what happened with this last one. I literally didn't almost marry my husband. I almost broke up with my boyfriend because I had idolized his love for me. Like it just needed to look a certain way. Not only was it toxic, it was controlling. It was definitely immature and it just wasn't right. Like that's not what love is. Love is two people getting together in their relationship being anointed by God for a bigger purpose, right? Like there was no disrespect, there was no disregard, and there was no drama. And somehow (laughs) I had convinced myself that I needed to break up with my boyfriend who is now my husband. Isn't that wild? That's crazy, right? (laughs) It's a listen, I wanted to come on here and you know all my episodes are short, but I wanted to share again that the video that I created, how I almost broke up with my husband because he wasn't dramatic, he was drama free, you know, really I think pierced a lot of people's hearts because they put so much pressure, unnecessary pressure on their relationships and 
you know, God really wants you to divide your energy and divide your time. Like I see a lot of um, content that I really don't resonate with and, and you might, um, but I see a lot of content that talks about being with your partner 24 seven and like doing everything with them. Like they do everything, like they grocery shop, they wake up, they go to the gym together, they do all the tasks, like they spend night and day together. And I'm not saying that that's bad. It just doesn't resonate with me. Um, That to me um, is not space. I needed to figure out that my husband wasn't my everything. And somehow in like this sick, twisted way, I had made him my everything. I had made him my source. I had made him my ultimate soundboard. I had made him my source of validation. And on the other side, God was tugging at me to say, he's not your source. He's not your everything. He's your man on earth, but I'm your man up here. (laughs) I'm your man up here. I'm your daddy. (laughs) I'm your father. I'm your everything. Your husband isn't your everything. I gave you your husband. I remember (laughs) God really, really convicting me of this. Like he gave me my husband. He gave me the life that we have together. And here I am idolizing the blessings that I have on earth rather than looking to God. You understand? And this is normal. If it's happened to you, I want you to understand that you are not a bad person, okay? Plenty of us get to stages where we idolize our partners, where we allow our insecurities to put this pressure on our partners to be our everything. And I just came today to remind you, you can release that. That's a lot of pressure to put on your partner. That's unnecessary pressure. You don't got to put that pressure on him. Put that pressure on God. Don't put that pressure on your partner. Put that pressure on God. God can take it. But it's a lot for somebody to be pressured into being your everything, to making sure all day, every day that your cup is full. That ain't their job. You understand? They are a part of it, right? They're a part of your story, right? They're a part of your joy, but they ain't your everything. God is your everything. God is your everything. I'll never stop saying it. God is your everything. And the longer that you allow your insecurities to place this pressure on your partner to do everything you say at whatever time you tell them to do it and how to do it. And now we're shifting into control. The longer that you will build an entire mountain of resentment. And one day you will wake up wondering why your relationship looks the way it is. Because I'll tell you one thing, right now, you want the drama. Right now, you're okay with being offended because you think you're right. And right now, you want your partner to do everything that you say, when you say, and how you say. You want it. You think you want that. But that is toxic, my friend. I'm telling you, that is not a relationship. That's a dictatorship. That's you being in love with yourself. You might as well just be in a relationship with you. You might as well not need your partner if you're going to sit there and control their every being, their every move, and dictate because you think you know it all. Yeah, I'm talking to you. You think you know it all. You think you know what it takes to be in a relationship. Let me tell you something. The sooner that you bring grace into your relationship and realize that both of y'all 
are immature, that both of y'all can grow together, that both of y'all can build something fruitful and magical together and just take your mask off and be the most raw, authentic version of you, the crybaby you, the joyful, happy you, the person that says they're tired without throwing jabs, but just is trying to share that they're tired. You ever just say to your partner, you're a little bit exhausted, but don't finish the sentence. Just say, I'm a little tired, honey. Yeah, I hate, I don't really like being in this space. Instead of saying, I'm tired and I wish you did more. No, 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 don't go there yet. Allow your relationship to breathe. Allow your relationship to have grace. Allow your relationship to not be so full of drama and toxicity that is unnecessary. The pressure is unnecessary. Get it out. Get it out. And if you can't get it out, then my recommendation to you is to remove yourself for a little bit. To give yourself some space to say, you know what, honey, and I've done this before myself. Hey, I'm not in a good place and I don't know what it is. I just need some grace for a couple of days until I figure this out. And if I come off too quick, I'm already apologizing for it. I've done this so many times with my partner because there are periods where things stir me up. I don't know what's happening. I don't know if... You know, the enemy's trying to stir something in me. I don't know if I'm struggling with something. I literally don't know what's going on. And so I say to my partner, hey, listen, like, I don't know what's going on, but I don't feel like myself. And if you could just give me some grace and some space, right, honey? Like, I know that maybe tonight was my night to put down the kids, but like, I'm just not feeling well. I need to go pray about this. I need to go journal about this. And my husband will literally look at me and be like, no problem. You know why? One, because I came at him, right? And two, my husband knows the benefits of space. My husband knows that if he gives me the space and grace that I'm asking for, that the result and the outcome will be something that he can benefit from and that our relationship can benefit from, but ultimately that his beautiful partner will benefit from. You see the difference? It's totally different. Or for example, I'll give you a a real life example that literally happened yesterday. My husband says to me, listen, babe, my knees really hurt. Um, I got to go do a side job after work, but I'm going to head over to the spa. (laughs) I don't know who lives in New Jersey. If you live in New Jersey, give me an amen. But there is a spa in Edison or New Brunswick called Island Spa. Okay, it is a Korean dope spa that I've been going to for years and I got my husband hooked on going to it, okay? And my husband, because we're in a drama-free, safe space, right? Down for anything, can share with me, I'm tired and after I do what I, the thing that I gotta do after work, I'm not coming home. I'm going to the spa. Because my knees hurt. <laughs> and immediately I was like, all right, sure. There wasn't a conversation about like, well, what am I going to do? Well, well, I also would like to go to the spa. Well, what about me? You ever have those arguments where like your partner is sharing with you what they're going to do and then immediately you're like, well, what about me? You didn't think about me. No, 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 no. I'm going to make another podcast episode about arguing in in relationships because I'm actually writing content about it right now. 
Um, but a lot of us haven't learned to communicate our needs as kids with our parents in school at our jobs. So why would you think you know how to do it with your partner? It's different, right? No, it's not. It's the same thing. <laughs> You're having difficulty communicating with your partner because you've never communicated it before. It's hard. But I want you to know that the more that you share what's on your heart without the offense, without the drama, without the pressure, the more fruitful your relationship will be, okay? The more fruitful it will be. You cannot be coasting through your relationship. You can't. If you're bored, <laughs> listen, my definition of boring was drama-free, but I'm talking about real boring. Like there's no, mm, you understand? I've been married with my husband for 10 years. There is not one time, maybe every other time. Now I'm thinking about it. But when I tell you 90% of the time that my husband walks by me, I touch him. <laughs> I touch him. We're married. I love him. I don't care if it's been a decade or 20 years. I want to be with him. I want to feel him. You know what I'm saying? I want to spend time with him. I want to build with him. And if something ain't right, if we're misaligned, we're talking about it, but not from a dramatic pressure type of place. Our arguments look completely different now. And a lot of that has to do with therapy, our church group, our mentors, our individual therapy. Like I have a long list of that, okay? If you wanted that long list, you should you should subscribe to my newsletter, Release Your Relationship. Go to the link in my bio and subscribe to that newsletter. A lot of relationship advice there, okay? Now, let me pray for you. Can I pray for you? I'm going to do it anyways. Okay, here we go. Father God, I thank you so much um, for allowing me to deliver this word this evening, Jesus. I thank you for the ability that all of us had this morning to wake up and be alive and be um, be given another day to be here on earth. Father God, I ask that anybody that can hear me in this moment that is in a relationship, that is in a marriage, that is dating, whatever the case is, and may be struggling, Father God, I ask that you release and allow them to surrender their control in this very moment. I ask that you release any type of insecurity that they have over themselves or their partners. I ask, Father God, in this very moment that anybody in a relationship right now not allow their past hurt to enter their current circumstance, that if their past hurt is still there, Father God, would you heal them? Would you allow them to process it and unpack it? Would you send them angels of support so that they can do the necessary work, so that they can show up as the children of God that they are in their relationships? Father God, would you anoint the relationships that are listening to my voice right now in the way that you want them to be manifested, Father God? Allow the manifestation to happen because you are the source, nothing else. People ask me all the time, do you manifest? Yes, but my source is God. But my source is God. Allow these relationships to know that you are the third knot in every relationship relationships where they're romantic partners, relationship with their children, relationship with their parents. You are the third not God. You want to be involved in everything. 
Would you enter their hearts in this very moment? Would you enter their spirits? Would you enter their minds? Would you enter the darkest places of their hearts and light it up? Light it up, Jesus. I ask all of this in your name. Amen. All right. <laughs> Listen, if you're at a place in your life where you are going through some things in your relationships and you're looking for somebody to help you overcome the number one issue in your relationship, then go to the link in my bio and book a sales call. Okay. I want to help you overcome whatever issue is going on in your relationship. It could be your romantic relationships, your relationships with your parents, your relationships with your job, with your children, whatever it is. I want to help you surrender your relationship so that you can show up as the partner that you want to show up as. So you can show up as the parent that you want to show up as. I want to help you have peace in your relationship, something that you've never had or haven't had for a really long time. Okay, I want that for you. And y'all know I love Jesus. <laughs> and I ain't never going to deny that, okay? You should see some of these comments. Don't get involved in the comments with people on my reels, okay? Let them go. People sometimes, they get triggered. Just let them be. It is what it is. Don't worry about it, okay? And um, go to the link in my bio and book a sales call if you're ready to do this work. Listen, go to my website, KarinaFSaves.com. Sign up for my newsletter, Release Your Relationship Weekly Series. I really need you to read it. I really need you to read it. I promise you there is so much content and so much wisdom. And the only reason why I say there's wisdom is because God is present when I'm writing a lot of this stuff. Okay. And three, if you're not subscribed to my podcast yet, listen to it on Apple iTunes one day at a time or Spotify and make sure you subscribe and leave a comment. Okay. I don't understand how the comment game works, but just leave a comment on Apple iTunes and rate it. Okay. And share it with all of your amigos. I love you so much. This episode was an extension of a reel that got over 7 million views. That's insane. 7 million views half a million likes, 7,000 comments from couples all over the world resonating with the fact that I almost broke up with my boyfriend who is now my husband. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. I hope that it resonated with you. And listen, if you have any questions, feel free to DM me um, or send me a fire signal. All right. I love you so much. Have a blessed night. Okay. Te adoro con todo mi corazón. Chao.